Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Today's episode is brought to you by the good folks at the Hair Studio in Chaska. If your hair's getting away from you, maybe a little grayer than you want it to be, a little shaggier than you want it to be, everybody's coming off the pandemic and, you know, we need to restyle ourselves. So give the Hair Studio in Chaska a call at 952-368-0900. Located in the Mill Building at 500 North Pine Street in Chaska, Minnesota. Give them a call, 952-368-0900. Tell them you heard about it on the DK Project. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the DK Project. We are, ooh, 150-something. Coming at you on a, what is it, Thursday. Coming at you on a Thursday with some new heat. Brought in the big guns today. Zooming in from Astoria. That's kind of, that's kind of Turkish. Astoria is Kristen Polvenzano. Okay. That's actually for all of my listeners who are uh, trying to place that. That's actually high Greek. High Greek. Yeah, it's very high Greek. High Greek. Provenzano. How far back do you got to go to get the Greek? Well, I look like in this episode of Greek Town right now, too, which I have a lot of Greeks around me. You so. are? I have a lot of Greeks. And you know, it's so funny. Like, I'm never like, it's so crazy. So I'm like half and half. I'm never Greek enough for the Greeks and never Italian enough for the Italians because I don't speak either language. And they just like want to throw rocks at me and shame me. And they're like, what do you mean you don't speak Greek? And Is I'm like, what do you want thing? me to do? Huh? Is that a big thing? Yeah. Like they get really upset if you don't know how to speak the language. And I'm just like, uh, I had actually had an employer who's from the same um, part of Italy. My family's from was Calabria. And he used to call me like a wannabe Italian because I was half. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're just a half. You don't count. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. So, oh, that's a real thing. All right, all right. You don't speak anything? No, I speak a little bit of Spanish. And then, like, my ex is a uh, Chinese Laos, and so I know a little bit of Laotian, but that's about it. <laughs> Where Does that come in handy? Uh, you know, when I'm, like, talking to our, our friends or, like, his parents back in Illinois, because that's I lived with him in Illinois before I moved over here as well. But Okay, yeah. so, so, you've got, <laughs> so you've got homework already for the show. Yep. <laughs> we need to enter the next podcast. In mm-hmm. Laotian, it needs okay. to say, welcome okay. to the DK Project. <laughs> sabari. Is that what it is? Or is that welcome? You say, hello, you say sabari, but you have to be like sabari as well. You got to, you know, do the you gotta, hand gestures. Okay. And- okay. So now, now we're, now we're into this. So <laughs> is that an actual thing? Like it doesn't mean the same thing unless you're doing the little domo arigato I mean, move? It does, but you know, especially with the older, um, we, we, me and my friends, my ex, we call them like the OGs. We know how to respect. You want to, you know, bow down when you're saying it. And when you actually, like- so when you're at a party and a lot of them are sitting like on the ground, when you're walking through, you actually have to like hunch over and walk around them like that because it's disrespectful if you stand up and just walk through them. Like, so you're going normally to, so you're going to parties and they're sitting on the floor. Okay, so a lot of times, um, if this is the thing, um, they, a lot of, I don't want to stereotype all Asians, but a lot of them do love to gamble. So they're always like sitting on the floor <laughs> on the ground playing cards. Here at the DK Project, we do not condone or ever. No. Yeah, but like, you know, it is, it's, um, 
Um, but yeah, so like they're sitting on the ground, so they love to play cards a lot and they're in their little groups. And I did not realize how serious I never really see serious gambling until I started dating my ex. And I was like, oh, they're very much into it. Like when I would my parents would gamble growing up, they'd be like for a quarter of a dollar and they're paying for like twenties, hundreds, fifties. So really? it's very serious. Yeah. But you it's mean- very fun to watch too. Like they get very into it. They get very their emotions really come out when they're playing. But they have a good time, so that's all that matters. And meanwhile, you're walking around throwing your back out so that you can <laughs> Be yeah. respectful while they're just throwing cards. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't this I did not know. What kind of food do they what kind of food was the hotbed? Like when you went to his parents, what what kind of food did you have? Well, I actually I know how to cook a lot of it because I was with my ex for a while. So but is, um but it, there's so uh, that's from Laos? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Laotian? So what kind of food do they eat in Laos? Okay, so I mean like it is an I it's I know what you know what fuzz, of course, right? Do you know fuzz? That I hate that shit. That. Actually, you, hate it? you know what? I I shouldn't jump to that. My, oh, across my from heart. across from my favorite massage parlor, there is a <laughs> pho place, and yeah. my uh pho or no, my massage lady is Vietnamese, and she's like, "Oh, you got to go over to the pho place." I'm like, "All right, I'll go check it out." Just dirty water is all it was. But this might have been nice. it might have been a shitty place. It might have been a shitty place. I don't know. Yeah, you might have had bad pho. So I'm telling you, pho has had my heart since like I've been eating pho for over 20 years now. It's, it's amazing. That. Really? Where? I Hard used to make it the all the time. Yes, I used to make what, it. What is it? Just wring out dish rags in a bowl and throw in some <laughs> chunks of shit? So if you want to do, I say the right way, you need to cook it for a long time with oxtail. People like to use soup bone as well. Soup bone to me, I don't like it because it makes it very oily. And I don't like eating a broth where I can taste the oil all over my lips. Where the fuck do you get an <laughs> oxtail from? Oh, you can get it from any, I, I, I really feel like any grocery store. I've seen them everywhere, honestly. No shit. And it's really good, too. It's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I eat everything. I'm huge into food. So I... The things that you would probably never eat, I guarantee I've eaten. So, so what's me. the weirdest thing that you've had in the Laotian table? Um, do you know what? I don't know. So I know like Filipinos call it balut, where it's just ah, like the egg. You know, like yeah, the, I've had balut. It's like the bird and the egg thing? Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I haven't eaten it in so long. I, but when I first started eating it years it ago, I was okay. But now it's very system. much a mind when I look at it. So like, yeah. I can't do it anymore. I'm, I look and I'm like, how did you do this? How did you use the ah, little crunchy bones? Ah. Oh, well, sometimes we're not that. I mean, my ex's brother would like to eat them when it was like, I was like, is it about the chirp? I mean, like, that's how much if, he liked it. If I go to, well, it's like a delicacy in the Philippines. But uh, if I go to uh, my favorite wing joint and there's a little abnormality on the wing, I'm not eating it. <laughs> and you're, like, eating, you're eating the whole deal, the Oh, no. Oh, when I eat wings, they have to be like extra, extra crispy. I am a texture person when it comes to wings. If it's like that gummy or if you bake the wings, nah. I'm like, get out of here. I yeah, can't leave them in a little crisp. long. I want a little crisp on them. That's I need damn sure. Yep. I need a crisp and a lot of blue cheese. So, that ranch but you don't cook the balut. You just eat that shit raw, right? Well, no, I think they God, you know what? To be completely honest, I think you just eat it. They just buy it. Yeah, you just buy it. Uh, the raw from the store. Yeah, that's the way, that's the way that they do it. What the hell? I this? can't do it anymore. Trust me. There, I mean, there's some things I've stopped eating. <laughs> well, it's got to play hell with your system. What? So, does the Laotian grocery store just look like a junkyard with like oxtail and baby birds? What other kind of weird stuff they have? Listen, you can hear my you can hear my Asian uh, listeners just jumping off the uh, off the show now. Thanks. We've, they probably are. I'm not gonna lie. They're but we picked up some high Greeks. <laughs> Some new high Greeks in the house. Hey-oh! 
<laughs> you know, it really is. And it's just like you're going to any other, I feel like grocery store, they just have, of course, you know, stuff that's in their culture. But I mean, you can get veggies there, you can get instant noodles there. I mean, sauces that they cook with. I mean, it's, it's, they're great little stores. I will say living in New York, there's not a big Laotian community and a big chunk of my best friends are Laotian. So I was very sad when I moved here because I was like, what happened to all the Laotian people? <laughs> I was like Googling where, where to see if there was a community. From? Huh? Oh, you were looking for little Laotia? In, yeah, uh, like just in New York, because like in Minnesota and uh, in Ohio and Illinois, we have a, there's really big communities over there. So when I moved to New York, I thought it would be like that. In New York, it's primarily Korean, Japanese, and Chinese, which is great. I love all that food, but I've been so used to this other type of food. But and Thai and Laotian food is very similar, so I can go eat Thai food, and it makes me feel a little bit better if I don't cook it myself. So well, and and eh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a, I, you know I'm a Thai guy. I, I'm a Thai guy. But I, I love I, Thai <laughs> Jack can't talk Thai. Oh, no, Dina, Jack can't talk Thai. Jack talked Thai very well. I don't, uh, ah, yeah, I don't know. That, uh, well, Thai can be pretty normal for Asian food, you know, considering the, the alternative. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, okay, okay, so uh, how, well, where did you come from? Ohio? I grew up in Ohio. I moved to Illinois when I was like 28 years old to finish school. Cause honestly I was, um, I was partying a little too much back in Ohio and my shit wasn't together back then. <laughs> so I would have finished college. Yeah, I finished. Yeah. I moved to a, the, the finished college. Cause I, you know, me and my ex, we broke up, we got back together and, you know, he was moving to help his brother out with a business to Illinois and um because that's where he grew up at but I met him he lived in Ohio for a little bit but then I just was like if I stay in Akron I feel like I'm not going to do anything productive with my life and I got to get the hell out of here if I want to make something of myself and mm -hmm. I need to get away from the party and then just isolate myself for a while and that's what I had to do and I haven't been back in Ohio I've been living in Ohio for 10 years now wow but it's been a great fucking decision it's been um <laughs> every move that made to Chicago even to here has been uh very life-changing and very great and very um very proud of myself because of that as well, well that's too. a different different world you're living in there in it New, is New York or you said you're kind of in Queens but I uh you know I've visited a few times not for me you know it's it's so you fast love or hate it. Yeah. yeah and I you know I don't know you know I'm no I'm in the middle I'm, I'm, no. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Like I, but you know what? I've, I've never had anybody who lived there take me through it. You know, the times I visited was either during Christmas or I had a friend who lived in uh, Connecticut and we went down mm -hmm. to the city for a day and, you know, but if nobody knows anything, you're just kind of, you know, no, you're, you're a no, tourist. I walking up in here, I'm being honest. If I didn't have this really long rebound when I first moved here, I wouldn't have known about half the restaurants that I know now that I go to and half the places to go hang out at. You really need to have a person that's lived here for a while to show you the ropes. Yes. So that is shit. I have no I, shit walking in here. I got you. Okay. That, that, that's like cheating. That's it's yeah, totally I, I mean, cheating. I cheated a little bit, but at least it's in a good way. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. And you went to school for broadcasting, so you've got all the uh, tips and tricks to the trade, but... Howard's not calling yet. I uh, Howard is like, if I, I will never be speechless in my life when it, unless it comes to two people. I need to meet Howard Stern because he's a big reason why I wanted to be in this industry because I feel like I'm very much like him where I'm very, this is who I am, take it or leave it, and I'm never going to change. Right. And then Robert De Niro was like, yo, if I met Robert De Niro, I'd probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> They're both right there in your backyard. I, um, you know, I just, uh, I listened to the Pete and Sebastian show pretty religiously, and he's filling. He's filming a, a 
a movie with Robert De Niro right now. Oh, I think he got hurt on set or something like that. He had to take some time off. Yes. Well, no, on his current project, yes. uh, Sebastian and them aren't going to start filming until like August or something. Uh, But yeah, he went down. But he isn't young. He's not young anymore. But he, you know, he's a legend. I don't love uh, Robert De Niro. Exactly. (laughs) You don't don't ever just see him roaming around in the 7 million people that you pass every day? No, my God. I'm telling you, I would be that, that, crazy one that would run up and I bet and I would just no words would come out and he would think I was crazy or how I was like got lost in like my group that was supposed to be watching over me and that would be it then, I would freak out then you would scare him away <laughs> you yeah, would scare him away you know what I don't know I don't know if I have that person that's a good question like yeah, I, you know me I'm never speechless so yeah you I, should, I think you do you just don't you just don't realize it yet there has to be one you know there what? There was a point where I um, had a real job, and uh, I think it was at a factory, and I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I never, uh, I never am at a loss for words. I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. I, and, you know, anybody. I was at the bar the other night, and I was running the place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm working in this factory, and I think it's time for me to move up uh, from a from a factory job to a desk job, and. I'm like, I'll just go in there and talk to the dude, you know? So I go in there and talk to him. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I started sweating pretty profusely. And that's when I realized that. When that sweat starts, you're like, oh "Oh, God, I'm fucked now. I'm fucked. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. You just have to turn and run. I I need a towel. I'm like, did I put enough deodorant on? (laughs) Well, I went through a phase where uh, I was on medication for whatever. And the sun or any kind of thing like that, it would just buckets would run like, like oh, a good example i was uh getting fitted for some new golf clubs and uh i'm at this <laughs> i'm at this test screen you know where you hit the ball into the screen and you're taking a few swings with this iron and that iron and i'm just sweating and the guy's like are you all right man i've never seen anybody sweat that much doing you know just this basic swing for for testing for new clubs and i'm like ah yeah it happens all the time just got to yeah. change your clothes in the car. I just got to sneak out there and towel off. Don't worry about it. It's not as bad as it once was, though. I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm keeping it regulated, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Damn. But yeah, I, so it does happen. It doesn't happen that often, but I, I guess I could get choked up. But I've met a lot of people that are on my list. I've met a lot of them. That's and, amazing, Mom. Good for you, Shit. You know, and what's hard is like, you know, you, you go talk to them and they're like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. you know, like a uh, good example is uh, I was just with my daughter in California, bringing her mm-hmm. back from college, and we stayed at this hotel, and um, it was a nice hotel. It was in Santa Monica, and I run into uh, I, I go to get coffee in the morning, and I look over, and I'm like, God, that guy looks like Tom Segura. Like, but there's mm-hmm. no way oh, he he, li- he lives not far from here. Okay, so I'm like, uh, you know, how about the weather? You know, that kind of bullshit. And he kind of kept to himself, and I'm like, it just can't be. And I think he's lost some weight, too. Um, But uh, later that night, they had this happy hour in this fancy schmancy restaurant where from 5 to 6, everything was half price. So Mm -hmm. my daughter and I go down there, and I'm just crushing drinks, and we're eating and whatever. And this guy comes down. He's waiting to get in, and I look next to him, and it's Christina. And I'm like, that's them, I told my daughter. And and she's like, yeah, "Yeah, just, you know, because we had just talked about how people do that. Ooh, you know. So he walks by and I'm like, hey, man, are you Tom? He goes, yes, I am. I'm like, to, I said, it's good to see you. You know, I'm not going to, yeah. he's got his kids and shit with. But then later on, he had to go to the bathroom and he and he came back and stopped at the table and we shot the shit for, I don't know, five, 10 minutes and 
Just a normal. That's what I like. I like your stories cat. like that. That's like good because I have like I was just thinking the other day. I have this fear. It's like you know when I make it out here, I'm like I feel like there's gonna be people out here I really like admired, and I feel like half of them are gonna probably be assholes, and I gotta mentally prepare myself when I see that. Yes. Well, and and you know? and the other side of it is is this is that, uh, and I you know and I've got some some four instances on this too, but I'm not bringing them up on here. But <laughs> do you ever think that maybe some of like Tom Segura is a great example? Do you know Tom Segura? I know um, I started watching him last year to be completely honest. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, or or yeah. like uh Pete Corielli. Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maschelico, I those are those are my mm-hmm. two, you know, whatever. I met both of them, but what uh great. You know, okay. just in passing. But I think these guys that I'm looking, you know, like like Robert De Niro is a legend. You yeah. Know, everybody knows him. Everybody, you know, he mm-hmm. can't go anywhere. Where yeah. Tom Segura or or Pete or Dan Sebastian's getting outside of it, but I, you know, I think they're still at that point where getting recognized is cool. You know, like yeah. there's that, there's gotta be that window where you're like, eh, yeah, you know, you're hey, recognized. Awesome. You know? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? You know, and then you get to, <laughs> then you get to Robert De Niro level where you're like, fuck, just leave me alone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to deal with this Let me walk out with my coffee. <laughs> yes. You know, yep. and that's, that's the part of this fame and whatever that people don't realize that you can't yep. go anywhere. You can't sit down at a cafe and do whatever. Yep. Um, you know, cause people just mob you. There's a, there's a basketball dude in town. I see him everywhere cause he's huge. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he just moves around like normal. He's not, he's, you know, not a big anything at this point. He, uh, mm-hmm. he's retired. Um, but, uh, I see him all the time, but I just, you know, he's one person I just don't have any interest in talking to. <laughs> <laughs> He'd actually be really good for the show. He was the, uh, he was the dude who married the Kardashian. And, um, oh yeah, Tristan Thompson. What's his name? Tristan Thompson. Is no, that it? Tristan. No. He married. Um. He married. Uh. Chloe. Right. No. 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 Oh. No. No. The. The. The main. Oh, Lamar Odom. No. 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 Who? Who? Who's Kardashian? Like, How many times? Oh, the white guy. I know. Is he white? He's white. I think he's he's a white guy. Yeah. Oh, Chris something. I think yes, Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't live too far from me, and uh, I see him everywhere. <laughs> Each one of them, that's crazy. I all dated basketball players. I didn't even realize that now until now. Do Besides that, uh, Courtney. Courtney do, has it. Do that math. Yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> I, yeah. Well, and, and I, I guess they had bought a house near here too, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. It's, uh, I'm not a Kardashian guy, but. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I could honestly care less about them. So. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh. I'm just like, it's cool. I really don't care what they're doing. I mean, I give them props because they're making their money, but you know, besides that, I'm not. Well, they're making care. shit tons of money and they haven't done yeah. anything. Nothing. You know? Nothing. It <laughs> all boils down to being OJ Simpson's fault. Yep. Because yep. he's the one who got Mr. Kardashian in the limelight. Yeah. And it's now true. look what we got to deal with. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. OJ <laughs> What's that other thing OJ did? I can't even think of it right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He murdered those two people. Murdered. So what do you do? What do you do when you're not pounding the pavement looking for that big break? What 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 do you do? Like You know, I've been you know, I've I've come to realize too, um, if I'm honestly not hanging out with my friends, I'm I'm gonna sound like that crazy cat lady. I'm chill with my cats because I've come to really realize, especially being single, I like my peace and alone time and people are out here acting like fucking idiots nowadays and it's like as soon as you walk out there's people acting stupid saying stupid shit especially in new york i mean even more of the crazies have come out you know so when you guys were locked down pretty good during the pandemic right like 
we, you know, we were, I, so my, one of my jobs closed on March 15th, literally March 16th. The next day I called my mom. I was like, I'm renting a car and I'm coming home to Ohio. And I was like, I'll only be there for two weeks. I ended up staying there till like a few days after mother's day. Cause so I was like, I didn't know what was going to be. And the fact that I was completely alone over here on top of it, you know, we did, I wanted to be back with family for a little bit, just because I didn't know how my friends are going to freak out of that. They were going to act or they're going to leave to go with their family. And I wanted to at least be around some people. Well, and isn't that, that a thing too, though? Like once you get to Ohio, you're like, oh, I can breathe again. Like, yeah. I don't have to <laughs> run when I walk out my door. I can just go at my own pace. Cause it's yeah. everything in, in New York seems to be so fast. I, um, actually there's, uh, <laughs> there's a nice little bus tour in uh, Cincinnati. If you get back to Ohio, yeah. <laughs> Was it like okay. 32 stops on the uh 32 stops? That's I think, a lot. Of, I think there's that's like a 32 lot of stops. stops. <laughs> yes, but the narration portion of it is amazing and it will keep you interested. Are you sure? Because 32 stops is a long time. Just fucking try it. <laughs> no, hey, I uh says, I probably like, can we just get a double you know, maybe maybe 26. You don't have to stay, you can get off the bus. I um no, I narrated this bus tour for this company. And uh, yeah, God, now that you say that, that's a lot of stops. That's a know. lot of that's a lot of stops. I I'm gonna go. In, I'm gonna go in August. I'm gonna go in August. My twins are playing the the Reds, and I'm gonna take the the take the tour. And I don't uh, know how it goes. I'll pray for you. You better have a flask with you. A lot of alcohol. <laughs> well, the last thing we need is me getting kicked off the bus. That would look really bad to the guy who hired me. <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> he seems like a fun dude. He rents out those party buses. It's a cool deal. I'm. Uh, oh, Party yeah, yeah, he's got like twelve of them or something. He does all oh, right, wow. but he, I uh, think, the pandemic killed him. Just killed him. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's insane. And they were planning on doing this anyway. And and um, you know, there's not a lot in Cincinnati that people, you know, like uh, yeah, you know, it's I like know. coming to Minneapolis. Uh, you know, who cares? <laughs> there's nothing That's happening. Like, what do you do in Ohio for fun? I'm like bars, restaurants, <laughs> like, uh, drugs, lots of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, they, they make that America's greatest pastime. I, um, I've never been, I've never been to Ohio. Yeah. It's on the list. Ah, it, you know, it's not bad. I grew up in Akron. It's a smaller city, but it's still a city. And I'm, I'm, I'm 30, 40 minutes away from Cleveland and Cleveland's great. You know, Cleveland's still up and coming. They've done a lot of improvements in Cleveland, especially in the flats. And I had a blast growing up and going to downtown Cleveland every single weekend and party. And it was great still, you know, it still was better than being like out in the fucking country. So like, I'm not a huge country person only for like a few days. And then I started going a little cuckoo, but you know, Why I'm not? used to the place in New York now. But. That's cool. So now are you uh, Yankees or Mets? You know what? I'm still always going to be, I love Yankees, you know, Cleveland Indians all the way has my heart, but <sighs> Yankees. So I played softball for eight years. So, I mean, I'm a huge huge into baseball i don't watch it as much now because i don't have cable over here and i tell people i'm like if you have cable in new york i'm like you're rich because none of us want to get cable really? or- <laughs> can you get like youtube tv or something well i mean we i we i feel like everyone has everything so we have netflix we have amazon we have hulu oh. but you know it's and i get you know until this pandemic i get why people don't have it because you when i even first moved here you're not home a lot to watch cable. When you're in New York, you are out and you're not working. Then you're hanging out with your friends. You're going to a bar. You know, it's very, so, it is very fast. What, how, I don't get it. How do you afford to do that? Like, well, you every, know, how much is a beer at a bar in Manhattan? Okay. So in Manhattan, you're, you can't go to Manhattan and hang out. I mean, I will say there's a, there's happy hours seven days a week here. And you understand why now? So everyone wants to go for the happy hours. There's a lot of buy one, get one half off, buy one, get one free. 
you always want to go for those happy hour specials. That's what we aim to be there for. Hell yeah. That. Hell you know, yeah. You, you have to live on happy hour specials to really. Who's the contractor that's called in to fix the less experienced contractor's mistakes? Who's the contractor who gets approval from the insurance company even after the homeowner has been denied? Who's the contractor that has worked in our community and for our community for decades? Grady Restoration. Roofing, siding, windows, and gutters. Call us today for a free home estimate. Grady Restoration. They'll get the job done in a timely fashion. The average roof lasts about 20 years, but you may have storm damage that you can't see, or you may need more repairs than your insurance says they'll pay for. In fact, 92% of homeowners accept what the insurance company tells them, which could cause much bigger problems down the line. Let Grady Restoration help you. Get what you deserve. Call today for a free home inspection. For roofing, siding, windows, and gutters, call Grady Restoration at 952-472-1570 or look them up on the web at gradyrestoration.com. Time to talk a little tech, something you may not be familiar with but need to be. ExpressVPN. Did you know that sending unencrypted data is like sending a postcard through the mail? Everyone can see it. ExpressVPN protects you from hackers who try to steal your private information. ExpressVPN also gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet. This especially applies to those of us here in Minnesota, where Fox Sports North has decided not to work with anyone so you can't get your favorite games on your TV. ExpressVPN allows you to reroute your connection to a server in a country of your choice, making geo-restrictions a thing of the past. ExpressVPN is offering my listeners three extra months when you sign up for a 12-month package. Go to ExpressVPN forward slash the DK Project and click on the limited time offer for DK Project listeners. Start watching all the programming you want and unleashing stuff you didn't even know was out there. Netflix in other countries, Spotify in other countries, prices are different, what they're showing is different. Check it out. ExpressVPN forward slash the DK Project. Okay, Okay. so where you live, is that more like common man can afford to survive? You know, I live in Queens. Um, I live in Astoria. Astoria is very, it's getting very popular like Williamsburg. Um, but no, you, it's a very neighborhood vibe over here. It is like, I feel like it's a fucking cheers half the times when you go to the bars around here. It's like cheers. Everyone knows you got your certain bars. Everyone knows your name when you walk in there. So is it's, it kind of small townish? Huh? It's like small townish, like small town it, vibe? I feel like it's, um, I mean, it's. It, Yes and no. I don't know how to really like, I mean, I don't know if that makes sense if I say yes and no. I mean, the story is pretty big, but still, it's like once you have your neighborhood that you're in, you tend to just migrate because you have to walk to a lot of bars unless you want to pay take a car somewhere, you know? So it's a very nice vibe. And, it's, and I think this is how a lot of the bars survived in the Queens, especially in the story, is because no one, especially when everything was closed out in Manhattan, everyone just wanted to stay here and walk to their local bars and go hang out when they could, you know? So, right, right. <laughs> well, and it's and- very, very great. So did that, did that, you said, uh, when we, before we got on there, you were talking about how many of these, uh, restaurants got hit. Yeah. Um, how, how, how bad is it? Like, cause you guys got locked down, like ridiculous lockdown, right? Oh yeah. It was, um, it was not to change the subject, but now I'm just thinking about this. I literally, cause you know how like everyone was losing their shit over the toilet paper. Yeah. And, <laughs> so I look, I have a balcony at my apartment. And I shit you not yesterday. I see a, a roll of toilet paper in the street. And I said, are you shitting me? There's a whole roll of toilet paper in the street. And people last year were fighting over this oh shit. And I God. said, what a disgrace. 
I said, I could have used that toilet paper. How dare you put that shit in the street right now? <laughs> I was sending it to my friends. I'm like, this is a fucking disgrace. The what, are the, what, are the, what do the kids call that? They call that uh, flexing. flexing. Yeah, flexing. Because <laughs> you're so cool. It was, you can... yep. it was insane. Well, look at this. Insane. Look at this. MacBook yeah. off. iPad off. Off. Good shit. <laughs> Allow you calls on other devices. Day. I don't need it on any devices. <laughs> I don't ever get phone calls. Two in one show, classy, huh? Welcome to the <laughs> welcome class. to the DK project. <laughs> I uh, agree. <laughs> you know, we didn't get it real bad here. I live in a small town, so there's not a lot of. Uh, you know, okay. we, we only have two or three restaurants, so it's not like it was yeah. too much of a hit. But uh, I really, least, I really yeah. feel like um, things are somewhat getting back to normal. You know what's what's odd is. The mentality of people. I own um, a small ice cream parlor that, you know, I got 14-year-olds working there. And Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as uh, our dipshit governor decided to, uh, you know, uh, lessen the restrictions. And, um, you know, and it was one of those things where he must have felt some backlash from something or something. Because all of a sudden it went from like, well, you don't really need to wear them to you don't need to wear them at all. You know, if you you have vaccinated, whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I got 14-year-olds working up front, and we have a sign. Everything was like, you know, you got to wear a mask to enter. My employees wear masks, blah, 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 blah. And people would come in, and they would just chew these 14-year-olds apart about Mm -hmm. why they have to wear a mask in an ice cream store. And, of course, I'm not always around, and my wife's not always around. So, you know, it's it's my 14-year-old kids. This is her first job, and some asshole comes in and is just lighting them up, and it's like, dude, it's an ice cream store. If you don't want to come, don't come in. Like, yeah, it's totally Tomorrow's. fine. So we actually it. had to just say, we got to take, we got to stop. We got to, yeah. uh, you know, nobody needs to wear a mask, because if they're going to bitch at these kids, I can't get here fast enough to straighten out these dumb adults. But yeah. it's like, generally it was, you know, middle to older aged people, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's ice cream. You know, it's not like you're yeah. Coming in to donate plasma or, or you know, get your yeah. cancer treatment. You're yeah. just coming in here to. Bitch. They just need something to bitch about. Oh. They've got nothing going on in their life. That's honestly what it is. It like, you really have shit going on. This wouldn't even be a concern to you right now, honestly. You know, come on, get your shit together. Well, <laughs> and we, uh, we, uh, it's pretty, pretty backed off here. Like, there's a few people that wear them, but not, not really. And I'm totally cool with it. I, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know if I ever had it or whatever. I never got. I never had a, a positive test. Mm-hmm. I got tested a couple times and, you know, I, I, thankfully, I don't think anybody yeah. in my family got it either. My sister it's got it. Plus. That's that's great for you. I, my mom and stepdad had it. I had it. My um, my aunt and uncle had it. And I, a majority, I actually, not majority, I think every single one of my friends in New York had it as well. Well, so how do you, uh, okay, so this is a big sticking point for a couple of people yeah. I know who have had the yeah. virus mm-hmm. and they're not getting vaccinated i don't even yeah, get they, vaccinated i've had it but you've had it and you're getting vaccinated i got vaccinated you know i was very like i'm not gonna get vaccinated screw that shit blah 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 but i think just as i think really just after having it and you know i didn't have it as severe as i mean my mom had and i thought she was gonna die i thought there was gonna be a phone call saying that she was dead ah. Opened my eyes. It was very, very bad. My mom was in Ohio when she got it. She got it the week before Thanksgiving. And crazy, I got mine a few days after Thanksgiving over here. And um, it it just was, you know, at the end of the day, I was against getting it. But it's like after having and seeing what my mom and my family and friends have gone through, ah. I was just like, what's the what's the point of not getting it? Just, just get it and shut the fuck up. Really right. what it comes down to. Because 
the more people that get it, the cases are going down. It is doing what the hell they're saying it is going to do. And the, the quicker we get it, the more that we wear our masks, the more we're going to get back to normal life. And that's what these people just don't get sometimes. Like, look, I'm like, well, we're never going to go back to normal life if you just don't start following a little bit of rules for a little bit of time. Well, and I you think know? that's, you know, I was thinking about it today when I heard, you know, and I don't talk a lot of politics, but I, when I heard again that there's still, there's still people in jail from the protest at the Capitol um, for, for yeah. protesting at the Capitol, which yeah. threw me off. But I was just like, we really live in a time of, kind of that participation trophy crybaby kid kind of thing where like if I don't get it my way I'm going to throw a fit and until I get it my way when in reality it's like these doctors these politicians all these people this is what they want us to do like yeah. you get the polio vaccine so you don't get polio you get yeah. you know whatever mumps and measles whatever you get I don't know but it's like just yeah. shut up and get it and then we can somewhat go back to normal you know but this is what I hate I'm I just turned 38 on like a week ago. And I feel like this generation or even like a little bit of generation before me, like everyone has turned into little bitches. No one just can shut up. It's just like everything offends everyone all the time. <laughs> it's like, why does everything have to offend you? Some things are just said to be said. It's just like, why does everyone have to take offense? And like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to troll you on the internet. It gets really annoying. I'm like, were people just not raised to have a backbone or spine anymore? Honestly, that's true. That's true. Aggravate. I think I like, found I to grow up. I think I found my new favorite person. <laughs> That's the truth, man. It's, true. it's a participation it. trophy theory. It's that nobody wanted their kid to feel bad. They want everybody to get a ribbon. They want everybody to whatever, even though your kid sucks at baseball yeah. and your kid sucks at soccer. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe he's a swimmer. I don't know. I can't yeah, solve all the problems. Look at the feet on that kid. Put him in the pool. Look at the feet on that kid. Jesus. I um hey I got a couple of news notes here that I wanted to uh, run past you. Uh, so this one here was kind of interesting. So obviously when we're uh, transporting truckloads of shit to somewhere, they're yeah. on the road. Things can happen. Yeah. <laughs> at a at a uh, on a highway, uh, police in England, uh, there was a truck that crashed and it was full of tomatoes. <laughs> so it looks like a horror film because the trucks, you know, the semi's laying there and there's just yeah. red shit everywhere. Cause this yeah. thing black it was in Cambridge and okay. or no, Cambridge Shire. I don't even know what the hell it is. But um yeah, so they had to close down the highway and the whole bit. Thousands of squash tomatoes. Can you believe that? Twenty-three <laughs> miles of road was shut down. Come on. I was just thinking in my head, like, that's a lot of sauce for some, like, that's a lot of tomatoes for some sauce. <laughs> the Italian's like, yay. Hey, <laughs> ooh. It's not Greek food. That's Italian food. Yeah, Italian what a waste. Italian food. And, and that's I'll the other thing. Funny. That's the other thing that's funny about all of this uh, shit happening with the pandemic. They'll come on the news and be like, food prices are going up. Stay tuned. Yeah. We'll tell you why. Well, it's because there's a fucking <laughs> pandemic, you moron. We know why it's going up. We know why it's going well, up. Now we, can, now we know why tomatoes are so expensive. They're crashing the yeah. truck. Hey, there's a, there's a cat in Iowa, uh, Iowa, Idaho, whose name is mm -hmm. Pat Malley. Malley. He's won the Pat fucking Malley. lottery twice. How, he won, how he won the lottery that? twice? What? Yes. Idaho man collected a $200,000 jackpot from a scratch off lottery ticket seven years after he won a hundred thousand dollar prize. Who did he pay? I don't get it. Like that's some, that's some sketchy shit. He looks how like he's, he went twice. 
No one's like not blessed. <laughs> no, I know. I can't even win once. God, I feel so <laughs> stupid when I go check my tickets and it's like, you're not a winner. You're not a winner. Like my mama told me I'm a winner. Fuck you, lottery ticket. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I pull the, I pull them back. I check them twice because I think it might be wrong sometimes. You have to check them twice, and I scan them too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, sure. because people, because like just like when you go meet a person and you're like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to care for them. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh wait a minute, they got some personality. This could happen. That's what it is when it says you're not a winner. And then I give it yeah. a minute in case it wants to go. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> we'll give you a little something. Just for, because I'm I'm thinking right now, two hundred grand. I'm probably going to be able to call that a push because I'm going to be breaking even at two hundred grand. Two hundred grand would be great. I'd be happy. Addiction. If the hundred something, hey, I'll take any type of free money. (laughs) I won two dollars the other day and I was dancing around. The guy thought I was nuts. Nice. Two dollars. I found money a couple times walking down the streets over New York. The most I found one day was twenty bucks, and I was like, "Thank you." I just went bought food right away with it. Nice. (laughs) They, uh, like, oh, shit. <laughs> th- there's a, th- there's a dude in, uh, Michigan who wasn't going to buy any lottery tickets. And, mm-hmm. uh, the 50 year old, uh, 52 year old St. Joseph County man told Michigan lottery officials he was at Hoffman's grocery store in three rivers, stopped in for, a, at the lottery counter. And the lady said, you need to buy these lottery tickets. And he won 300 grand. Oh my God. Come I need on. To tell me that shit. I'm a like, thank you. Know. news today. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't believe it. God damn. damn. These people are lucky. I mean, God bless them, but damn, they're lucky. Especially, I've ever seen, like, who's blessed that twice to win two different times? Like, that's crazy to me. I've never well, uh, heard that. I think, um, especially I think, like a bigger amount. Yeah, right. Like, I, just once I wanted to say, see lottery office. <laughs> right. Instead of fucking, you're a loser. You're a loser. They, you- they should change it to be like derogatory. So when you check it and you're not a winner, they're like, fuck, no, <laughs> loser. But you must be one of the ones that get set up with a big. So you know, like you would say, if you did win something big, if you want to have your face shown on TV or not. Like I don't want to have my face shown. If I, you know what, what I want to do? I want to be on TV with the big check, but I'm going to hold it in front of my face. So oh, this that's, is the see, that's big good. check yeah. with my legs. That's what I'm going to do. That's good. I'm always have this fear. I'm going to get like kidnapped, or they're going to try to kidnap me for <laughs> ransom or something. I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> when, you're, when you're trying to put that big bitch in the car, they're going to be like, hey, wait a minute. I think you might have just won the lottery. No, 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 no. I don't talk about it. I don't know what you're talking about. I do. Uh, well, I hope to someday have that problem. I don't know. I keep, you know, I keep uh, saying that if you don't play, you know, you're not going to win. Where at least if you play, there's a chance. Yeah. There's a chance. I um. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're totally fine. I hundred-year-old uh, twins for birthday. Hundred-year-old uh, twins celebrate their birthday in Maryland. Did you hear that they're going to maybe, with uh, all the shit going on in the world, that they're going to, it's not out of the realm that we could live to like 125, 150 someday? I don't, hmm. I would, you know, if I was still in my head a little bit, I would probably be like, let's see how what 100 feels like. But I, but I, but if I can't feed myself or if someone's got to change my diapers, oh, I don't want yeah. to be around that long. Once somebody's got to change my diaper, it's over. Like, take me out back, like, yell her and just pull me out. I'll do the uh, push my wheelchair out into traffic and then look the other way. Although that would really ruin the day of somebody. Although by then we'll have the autonomous cars and there won't be a driver in it anyway. Let her buck. You never know. Then my my family can sue Tesla because your driverless car hit my grandpa on a wheelchair. (laughs) That's like winning the lottery. (laughs) No shit. Hey, um. They, uh, 
Oh, juggling on a Swiss ball. I can't even stand on one of those. This dude's juggling. Jesus. Strange news I today. I thought was juggling the other day eating apples as he was juggling. He was taking a bite of apple each time. And I said, this is what you put on the internet. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's, that's stranger shit. You know what? I had promised the listeners this week that I was going to come up with strange shit on um, Olympic sports since this is we're going to do the Olympics this year. Okay. But I didn't come up with one. I didn't. I dropped the ball. You know what? It was a short week. It was a holiday week. God, what do they want yeah. from me? I can't believe it's already June, too. Like, how did Memorial Day come and pass? I'm like, okay, now it's June. Yeah, it went like, from, God. Oh, we went from 60s to freaking it's 95 out there right now. Yeah. I was sweating my ass off walking around earlier. I was like, oh, here's the humidity I forgot about. Like, it comes every fucking year that I always well, forget about. Then, then in New York, you're going to get a little more stank oh as you're walking God. around. Disgusting. That's one of my favorite spot. My favorite things about New York is is you walk around and you can smell beautiful perfume and then dumpster yeah. shit right there. You're like, oh. oh, and the pee smell. It's I'm never gonna get used to smelling piss when I walk places. I five years and it still like hurts my nose. I'm just like, oh, get it away, <laughs> get it away. I've seen people peeing outside. I've seen people peeing in the subway, and I'm like, how am I not super fucked up in the head from seeing this shit out so, the time you're smelling it? Okay, so here's the question for the Ohio slash Chicago native. Do mm-hmm. you carry mace? Do you carry gun? Do you carry a taser? What do you got? Single- so I have this little, it's like, so I had a knife. and so I, I had a knife for a little bit, and then I went to this music concert. I forgot it was in my pocket, and they took it out, and I was like, yo, I totally forgot that was in there, so they threw it out. And I have, like, this little mace thing my father gave me. It sort of looks like a like a plastic gun. Like, actually, let me show you real quick. Let me go get it, and I'll show you what I'm carrying around. All right. Exactly. All right. This is really good for audio listeners. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looks like. Get my the dad hell got out of here. Where do you put that thing? I play, I carry a little thing, you know, my side pocket. And I'll play <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a cowgirl every once in a while when I like pull it out. I, uh, I think really that's funny. how that dude got shot here in Minneapolis. What, ha- what happened? Uh, oh, shit. I didn't see that. The, the cop went, oh, here's what we needed. The cop went for uh, her uh, gu- uh, taser, and it was a gun, and shot the guy. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. right, right. I forgot about it. But I, that's something I had a couple comments on, too, as well. Like, mm, I don't believe that shit. I'm sorry. He just talked over I the whistle. That. Huh? He just talked over the whistle. Yeah, I just, I just, I can't. Podcast 101. <laughs> Can you hear that? Oh, no, I can. No, you I need can't. To get some, you need to get some cans for your ears. I know, I do. Oh, I have some actually. You should probably say headphones. That's politically correct. Um, so what do you got to say about that? Well, well what happened? And then, uh, and then you said with the guy getting killed? Yeah. I honestly, I think I think it's bullshit. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. I think if you, you're a 26-year veteran on the force, I think the you know exactly. Was? Yeah, that's what it said about her. I was reading the information before I like had. I don't really... I don't speak my opinion a lot about things. So you because think it was a subject with friends. You think it was an anger shot. I think she did it. I think she knew it. The fact that you can't tell the difference between your taser and they showed exactly what the taser looks like and shows exactly what the gun looks like. If you can't tell that, then there you should never even be on the fucking police force. I think she did it intentionally, honestly. I think Yay. she's a piece of shit that killed someone intentionally. She knew exactly what she was reaching for when she did it. Wow. Yep, and I that's really Kristen's did. final thoughts. No, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> funny. I, I like to ask people because I, I do think it's a tragedy and I do think it was crazy. But and same with George Floyd, both in yep. my city. And yep. uh, but, but on both cases, if we weren't resisting arrest, yeah. we'd still be alive. 
Not I that know, it justifies what they did, but you know yeah, what but I mean. Yeah, you got to think about how these other people are, you know, people that are, that are not black, that are coming out, that aren't getting shot, that have the shot of a grocery store, that has a shot of the temple, and they're not getting shot. You know, and that's, that's the thing, too, we all have to look at as well, too. There is, and you know, I hate saying this because my cousin's a cop, and I, he is, I will say, he's a, he's one of the good ones. And, but it's just like, he shoots everybody. He shoots everybody, not just black people. He shoots, yeah, everyone, even like the corn pastures, even cows he's shot before. I was like, you know, cows matter too. Come on, man. Oh, (laughs) I, uh, I, you know what? I, I think, uh, let me get his barbecued later <laughs> when he shot the cow. You know what? Uh, they, I was listening to a comedian today, and they were talking about how uh, they were in the milk section at the grocery store, and some uh, somebody came up to him and asked if they were a baby cow, and he said, I, I don't know. What do you mean? And like, well, if you're drinking cow's milk, shouldn't you be a baby cow? And he's like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. And evidently, this person was a vegan and pro-almond milk, and he's like- <laughs> I'm not a baby almond either. I'm like, whatever. But how weird is that, man? People are crazy right now. You got to be very careful. I'm a little taken aback by your funny looking taser. I think it's because it's, I think there's, I think that's something that you have to clearly know the difference, especially being a cop. And if you, yours, if you even, make yours mistake, even looks a little like a gun though. Uh, and that's what I told my dad when he, when he sent this to me in the mail. And I said, I don't want to really have this around anyone because People are going to probably think I have a gun and try to shoot me as well, too. So it's like I get very hesitant, but I, I at least have to have something to carry around when I'm here. I mean, I've, I've only had one person only one time in New York I've caught trying to follow me home. And I caught him and he saw it. He turned back around. He walked the other way. But, you know, it's like I do. Have, I'm five foot two, 104 pounds. It's like I have to carry something to protect myself. But it is very uh, I really don't like carrying it. Trust me, as much as. <laughs> I have to. It's not great. <laughs> it, <laughs> really not uh, trying to get shot, honestly. <laughs> it does the uh, it does the uh, it does the trick for what you need. And and yeah, it definitely know, does. And I talked to my daughter. Oh, my daughter just switched from San Diego State to the University of Minnesota, and there's a lot more crime at the University of Minnesota. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you're gonna have to because I got her mace and everything when she was in San Diego. But I'm like, yeah, maybe we got to look at a taser or something now. Like you're moving into a little rougher area than you're used to. But you need to, for sure, especially as a woman, she needs to have something. I think you just have to be aware. You know, as long as you're aware and you're, you're, you know, and you don't catch. And then she actually was in, in, uh, came back and her, some friends go to this other school and they Mm -hmm. went downtown drinking, you know, because of whatever. And, and, uh, like she felt like she got drugged at the bar. Her friend's so- cell phone got stolen. So they're talking to the cops and it's just like, so why we don't go downtown drinking, you know, downtown yeah. Minneapolis isn't safe. Uh, yeah. so she yeah. learned a good lesson and, and, uh, hopefully <clears throat> she'll, uh, carry that with her. I think she needed to be more and even nowadays, since I was saying earlier, there's just a lot more crazies that have come out the woodwork since the pandemic started. So it's like, sure. you have to be even more aware on top of it. And it's, you know, even walking on the street, I have headphones and a lot of times I won't even have music on because I still need to be aware. You know, if I do have music on, I only have one headphone put in, not the other one. Because I want to still be alert with what's going That's on around me. That's a good idea. Because it's, yeah. it's not Giuliani, New York anymore. It's kind of slid downhill. <laughs> Giuliani. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, you know, it's funny because when my, my brother-in-law lived in Connecticut and we took the bus or we took the, we drove to Brooklyn and then we took the, uh, the, the shit train, whatever that thing's called. What's it called? The the bus, the what? The, the train. Amtrak, the no, the one subway. that goes under the ground. The subway. We took the subway. Oh, the subway. I was like, what do you mean the shit bike? The shit train. <laughs> that is the bus, and, uh, 
<laughs> and we're sitting there waiting for the train. And he's like, don't look anybody in the eye. You know, I had, I had a nice watch and whatever. He's like, cover your watch up. Don't, you know, I wouldn't even wear the watch. I'd put it in your pocket. You know, you don't want to advertise. Then we get to Manhattan and I'm like, dude, this is nothing. This is nothing. Yeah, you know? it's nothing. Unless you're in a sketchy area, you don't, I don't ever think like that when I walk out of the house, you know, like no. it's, I don't think like, I mean, of course, I feel like sometimes Times Square, you should be a little bit more aware because everyone's trying to make money. And I do feel like a little bit more pickpocketers are in Times Square, but like really anywhere you're walking around here, no one's really trying to take your shit. You know, no. you're very alert and aware. Of God, I was just somewhere and they were like really stressing the pickpocketers. Where the hell was yeah. that? Some foreign land I was in. That's my cat, by the way. Sorry. How oh, you dismissed him? He was trying to jump on me. <laughs> yeah. They, um. debut. <clears throat> Yeah, what time? I think that must have man, must maybe it was Costa Rica. A lot of pickpockets. I don't know where it was. It was weird though. I'm like, really? They, they still pickpocket, but whatever. Yeah, I guess it's a thing still. Yeah, I know. it happens. Kristen, we got to wrap this baby up. We uh, we are running long. We uh, found some fun some fun topics and some uh, things to touch on. I uh, I hope that you will definitely be back. Um, yep. But we will. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I said with bells on. Oh, well, and, and hopefully next time the the pile of shit who's running the board here will turn his phone off so that we don't. Uh, yeah. You know, I know I got to have a conversation with that guy later on. He's uh, you know what? Well, he, he may not be here next week. He may be fired. <laughs> it happens. I, you know what? I, I edited it out of my shows, but it happens in almost every show. And I had really? this one. Uh, I had this one lady that I interviewed. It was my worst one ever because I. You know, people set these interviews up for me, and, and I didn't know who this lady was. And I'm just like, eh, you know, whatever. And she had a heavy accent from somewhere. And she was actually a really big deal, like a big movie producer lady and whatever. And I'm just like, you know, Duh. what was your name again? And, and then my phone <laughs> rings. And and, uh, and 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 I almost heard her go, you're not very prepared, are you? And I'm just like, uh, you know, I, I was just at a loss because I really didn't know. And I kept stuff because she did a, a show about pole dancing or something. And, okay. I, and I wanted to I wanted to do the interview because I'm like, hey, you know, we'll talk a little pole dancing, you know, but it wasn't that at all. It was like about how, you know, it's like the stripper effect of, of strippers and how they do this to survive. And I'm like. Eh. Oh. So shortly after that, <laughs> I get a, I, shortly after that, I get a, an email from. uh the producer or the person who put it together, I can't even think of what they're called, but uh, they're like, you yeah. know, if, if you don't, if you don't want to put that one out, you don't have to. Like, we're totally okay <laughs> with that. I mean, you don't want to. And I still have it now that I think about it. I still am sitting on that one. I haven't released it yet. Go back and listen to it. You probably get some good laughs. Oh out my of it god! Too, you know, I, I should do is cut some excerpts out of it and, and use oh. it as uh, as drops. But yeah, yeah, I felt bad. The lady was great. She really was a big deal. Who knew her shit? But. She was a good sport about it, so that's great. You, you know, know what? I can't knock it out of the park. Out of the park every week. <laughs> I, I have to have some fails, and that yeah. was that was Part one life, of them. You know, a little bit of fails there and there <laughs> keeps me honest. So, yep. listen, uh, podcast listeners, tune in next week, and uh, maybe Kristen will be back. We've got uh, El Tommy Chong coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, and some more fun interviews and more uh, craziness. So if you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up at the DK Project Podcast at gmail.com, or you can go through the website or social media, anywhere. Any way you want to get it to us, we'll get it. So <laughs> thanks again, Kristen. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. 
That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.